One, two, uni flu. Uni flu? Yeah, do you not remember that ad? One, two, uni flu. That's all. I don't, re- don't recognise that at all. No, one, I can't see that. I know I'm one, two, buck on my shoe. Oh, it was an ad for, um, it was some drug you, you, you can take for the flu or whatever. And I, uh, okay, I see. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I thought it was something Nightmares is classic. Madness. I remember the guy walking through a raining street with an umbrella and he sneezed and all these other people with umbrellas just parted ways like the Red Sea. Because they were <laughs> like, COVID, oh wait, no, it's 2004. It doesn't exist. Uh, man. Oh, the good old days. Pre-2020, God. Oh, oh mate. They, they were the days. I've recently, in fact, we're podcasting, so I'm going to shut up. Um, no, no, keep still... going. This is it. We're, we're in okay. it. Okay. Okay. So here's one, lads. Uh, I have started playing Pokemon Go again. Oh wow! With the same account that I used four. It's now four years ago. Wow! And I think the only reason I'm doing that is because I wish it was 2018 again. <laughs> you're, trying I, to, I, you're trying to blank out what's happened the past couple of yeah, years. Yeah. I've had so much trauma. Um, I've been in isolation about 5,000 times. Um, and yeah, I'm bored. I'm sick of it. Get me out. Let me play some gigs. Oh, and uh, oh, look, a little Charizard. I'll catch that. Gotta catch oh. Yes. How, how are we? How are we, gentlemen? What's on the dodge? Give me the lowdown list. Good. You are, you are everywhere, and I love it. It's because you're sucking that vape pen thing. Yeah. Oh, that's new. Yeah, actually. So, um, mm. To our listeners and to our patrons and to people who don't care about us, but I'm just going to be nice to you anyway. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We're in 2022. We are two years deep into this podcast. Um, we're two years deep into a podcast. Oh, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm incorrect. We're one year in. Oh, daddy, no. He'll uh, <laughs> cut that year. out. He'll cut that out. Let's find that. Let's find that. <laughs> That's fine. Now. Hey, we're two um, years minus one year in, all right? Two two mm, two mirrors rhyme by the Yes, we are. Um, so yes, and it's been an interesting one. I remember Marv talking about this like last year of BIM being 2016. That was a good year. That was a good year. I nearly had a mental breakdown. Um we yeah, started earning <laughs> started earning money off music somewhat. And um, yes, here we are. We we are here for uh, six years on. And talking about this has been amazing that everyone's made that possible. So thank you to everyone who has um, become a patron, who has listened on Spotify, who has watched YouTube clips, commented, liked Instagram, Facebook stuff. And this is not a plug, but I'm turning it into We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Spotify. We are on Bobby. And yeah, keep them coming. Keep those comments coming in. Want to hear it? Want to nice. hear it? And uh, yeah, we got merch. We're talking about changing up the merch soon. But anyway, that could be for that's a discussion for a little while. Anyway, we would like to welcome uh, a, a bit of a different one, <laughs> bit of a different episode. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, You're on I, the edge. You're on, on the, the edge, edge each time. Eatering. Eatering. Uh, we'd like to welcome Machine, who is joining us for the second time. Thank you very much. Lovely guy. Love special. talking to him. Oh, you are a special Machine. <laughs> Even though he's got a Beatles place. hoodie on, right? I am the yeah. Beatles nerd here. I'm the official Beatles nerd. I mean, yeah, but it comes a very close second. 
Oh, thank you. That's all good. So, yeah. how, how have you been? How's been your Christmas and start a new year? <laughs> yeah, the Christmas has been great. Uh, obviously, it feels so much more like Christmas now because I have a baby. Um, he's one and a half. He came in. He had all of his presents lined up. He doesn't, you know, obviously he doesn't know Santa Claus. He walks in and he just goes, oh, <laughs> happy. And nice. he just goes, I'm happy. And I was like, oh, that's that just that's amazing. All that money, it's worth it. Just to see <laughs> and um, oh man, it was it was just the cutest thing. Okay. Anyway, New Year got we all got COVID, unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. Man. I um, yeah. So I, I met up with um a load of my mates um as you do as I thought it was okay, you know. Um, we all did our ant- antigens, you know. They're supposed to be well. We didn't know how bad they were or, or uh, unreliable they were. Yeah. Um, we all, you know, did them before our meet up on Stephen's Day, actually, and met up, played uh, Cards Against Humanity, had a great time. And then, what was it, two days later, one of my mates, oh, uh, I'm positive, lads. I was like, are you kidding oh, me? No. Yeah. So, um, it's so savage, isn't it? What's the, um, so what's like awful. your, what's all the regulations then in Ireland compared to us? Because we've been slashed down. So if you get, uh, you have to isolate for five days now. I think a PCR and a lateral flow you have to pay for now, Mez. Is that correct? Uh, I do believe, unless it's changed drastically since I last looked, it was uh, two con- on two days consecutively for negative and lateral flows. Yeah. You're fine. Um, PCRs wouldn't really work at this point for a lot of people, including myself, because if you become positive on a PCR, you will be positive for the following three months after you've had yeah. COVID. So if I test on a PCR again, they're just going to be like, yeah, you got it, mate. Sorry. Um, right. So I, th- I do believe it's it, over Christmas, it changed down to like seven. Uh, test on the sixth day, test on the seventh. If you're negative on both, you're fine. Now it's five. If you're double jab, you have two negative LFTs, LFTs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's much better. That it's um, it's cut down that much. Um, obviously, as long as that is scientific advice and that's not just the government going, oh, we need to make money. Oh, oh cheese and wine party, anyone? Um, cheese and wine. Tell me about it. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that's good. But Ashin, tell me what's on the bar in the order. Yeah, what's the island yeah, regulations? Well, well, as far as I know, we've been stricter than uh, UK in every way. Like we're ten days after you get uh you know if you're a close contact you have to self-isolate for five days or i mean 10 days um and we don't have lateral flow we just have the antigens or is that the same thing i'm, I'm not sure but um, is that the thing with the it's like a rectangle and it has the the stripes looks like a pregnancy test like yeah it's the same as what we yeah. got all right okay right. well we call them antigen tests and we just uh, you have to buy them in the supermarket the pharmacy wherever wherever right and you just have loads of them if you get positive you have to go and get a pcr test and um yeah it's 10 days it's only been uh this week i actually i think it's now seven days here um if you're double jabbed you know yeah um but yeah, we're we're still like face masks on all the time, you know, inside places, and uh, um, a lot of the pubs I think are still closing early, and the nightclubs I I think are they're not even open. Like we're we're pretty strict, you know. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, as far as I know, what 
in the UK, you don't even have to wear the mask or something like that. I think now they, they've come back in. So you have to wear masks in like shopping centers and public places, but we've got the COVID passport thing. So yeah. what was happening, I don't know if it's changed now, but if you did a lateral flow and then went onto the government website and recorded it and said, hey, I'm negative, that's okay. how you got into a nightclub. You'd have a separate app and you go, oh, right, wow. here's my COVID passport. I think um, within 12 hours or 24 hours, you have to do a test to be able to get into these places. Yeah, um, I believe it's like 72, 72 hours, I think it is, before. Yeah. But also, I kind of looked at that and I was like, I kind of get the thought process behind that. But also, yeah. 72 hours ago, you, you could be positive easy yeah. in 72 hours. Like, you yeah. can be positive yeah. in like two hours, you know? Um, but I've just i have my second jab on tuesday um i'm told i won't need the booster for at least three months um so yeah i'm 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 thinking that's pretty cool now i'm 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 okay to go and do stuff um i had a friend contact me today and they were like oh my my mum tested positive like yesterday or today or something and I didn't see her since like beginning of the last week or something, but it might still be a good idea to, you know, do your thing. I had it in December, so I do have raised immunity. Uh, I do yeah. believe she's got the same thing that I had, but yeah. I'm still going to do an LFT. I feel fine. I had a headache yesterday, but I'm told that's a side effect of the jab. Uh, I'm not coughing. But the one thing that still upsets me a little bit is my smell and taste still isn't 100% mm. back. Wow. Right. Um, it's there. Um, but I can smell, it's really weird. I can smell and taste things um, individually. What's up, it's No, it's like my nose and mouth won't talk to each other. It's very, very odd. Can you smell that? <laughs> yeah, I can actually. That good, is it? Nice. No, oh, that's good. No, it's smell. Horrible. That's good horrible. stuff, isn't it? Um, you can spell out over yeah. Zoom. You're, you're yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, I lied. It's actually become amazing. Um, <laughs> well, you know, um, I didn't lose smell or taste at all. I think I had Omnicrom. Do you know the... Oh, Omicron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, as far as I know, it's it's like a more subtle version. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah. you had the full-on the full-on COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... I've been informed that if you have a, um, if you, if you do a PCR, they test for like five days, uh, sort of five days. They do like further testing is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm basically trying to get across and what they'll do is they, they stringently test for um, other strains now, and they, they tell you apparently, although I don't think I've actually heard of anyone getting this news. Like I said, I got my PCR back, and they were like, yeah, you're positive. Stay away from everyone. Um, yeah. But they didn't say anything about... Um, what variant? Yeah. About, no, no, they didn't say anything about that. Um, mm. But I do believe there is a correlation between... Um, how infectious you are after the 10 days. Brian May had it, and on day 10, he was still showing really strong positive on LFTs. Day 11, it was starting to fade. Mm. Who's, um, uh, who's Brian May yeah. again? Who's, who's that? Is he... uh, your your mum. My mum is Brian May. Wow. 
all this time i've never known that yeah so yeah, mature yeah. man <sighs> so mature man so mature but yeah wow. so i my experience of covid was a bit of a rough cold um, i just need to tell this you know uh, here we go here we, we go we, we all met Brian May briefly in BIM, right? And uh, uh, not came. not really met him. I met him years <laughs> uh, year, years all... ago. All right, you met him separately, maybe, but he came to BIM and he did a spiel about politics. It wasn't even music. It was such a letdown. But um, green party stuff, yeah, yeah, badges and stuff. Know. <laughs> Do you know what I did <laughs> after? Um, I shook hands with him and I said something to, oh, just lame, like, "Oh, you're you're such a great inspiration to me. I play guitar too." <laughs> And um, I I licked my hand and swallowed it. <laughs> Not even joking. I was thinking I'm a bit of rock star at me now. That's pre-COVID days. That's to, to show how that is, uh, that is how reckless you were. Wow. <laughs> yeah, reckless. Whatever. Twenty-year-old pushing. I'd never do that now. That's oh my god. I know. Yeah. It, that's it's a matter if it's Paul McCartney. No, I'm not licking my hand yeah. afterwards. Sorry, Paul. Exactly. <laughs> All this COVID talk, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue it in. This is the professionalism in me, right? All this Here COVID talk, right? Isolation. People want to sit down. They want to binge Netflix. All right. Maybe they get DVD box sets, right? But we're gonna talk about actual CD box sets, vinyl box sets, music box sets. All right. I'm gonna or- show up one now. What's that then, Mez? Or special editions of things. Or special editions of things. You know, you, you put on your favorite album by your favorite bands and you're like, you know, I want more. How is the sausage made? Especially for us two, where, you know, for us three, where we're like, you can play along to songs and you're like, how the hell did these people come up with these chords or these lyrics or what's the inspiration for this? Luckily, you can buy things where it's like a million discs of like, okay, this person sniffed on this day and they had a hamburger this day and they woke up and then they played this riff and you're like, oh, that's how brown sugar was made, you know? So you get things like this, huge box sets, right? Keeping it in suspense, what it is, right? It's just a white box. I I know what it is. He knows what it is. It's um, it's how to... Is that Mac Mini? (laughs) It's a Mac Mini pod, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. No, it's... um. It's how to try and stop being such a dirty, disgusting nerd. <laughs> but it's failing you, Marv, so you didn't need to spend that. I've never opened it, all right? I'll always be a nerd. But yes, again, I, I don't know anyone who buys box sets and deluxe editions as like a passing casual fan. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I've never heard this yeah, band yeah. before. So if I was yeah, like, yeah. hey, Mez, you know, I've never really got into Gojira. What should I, what should I, you know, what album should I go for? You'd be like, oh, get the deluxe box set reissue with all the things in it. It would just be too much. I think, like, by proxy, you have to be, like, at least a good fan of bands or artists to then buy box sets. Does that make sense? Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah I, I, well, I, I would agree. I would agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oshin? Oshin? Yeah. The thing is, um, like, only recently there's been a, a divide in different kinds of box sets. So there's traditionally, the first kind of box, box sets I ever saw were Discog, discography box sets where you have yeah. a box like the Beatles box like all their studio albums in one and only recently you have the dig the bigger dive the deeper dive into like the outtakes and the uh, you know different mixes rough mixes and demos and you know of classic albums and you see them oh I saw um one guy that I love on YouTube at uh, 45 rpm or audio file he said it was the 2021 was the 
year of the box set, and I think he's he's right in that. Well, the last two years, it's yeah. been insane. Like, there's so many 50th anniversaries, um, you know, including the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and um, Beach Boys, you know, and, and I think they know that their audiences are older now and they have money. And they're cracking these things out, yeah. man. They're, they really are. They really, they are, really are. And yeah. 50, like 50, especially, I think 50 and 60 is a, especially 50, but I think 60 yeah. is way more important than something like 40. I think 20 is good yeah. and 30 is good. 10 years, like, okay, you've kind of reached that. Half That's kind of, it's kind of cute, isn't it? It's like sweet. Yeah. And then you get like yeah. 25 as well. I think for, maybe not for box sets, but for like artists who have a 25 year career, that seems like a big thing in that regard. But like, but yeah, 50, 60 and 40, they're the big ones. And we've got, what a year have we got for that? I mean, that's, that's 62, yeah. 72. It's very, very good. It is. And the, um, definitely like, obviously the fans of these bands, of these albums. Yeah, you're right. They're a bit older now. They've got yeah. their careers. They've got money and stuff. So yeah, it's a good time to push this content out because it is very much like a win-win. Like imagine being around when George Harrison released All Things Must Pass. And now all of a sudden, like imagine you're an enormous fan and you you want more. You want more of this stuff. Like give it to you. And he releases that. And despite the fact it is a remortgage the house price, <laughs> you can go and buy that. You can yeah. go buy that and you can you can enjoy it. And I think that's really cool. Like I said, it's a win-win because the artist is redistributing more of their content and it becomes it becomes a point of interest again. Mm. And on top of that, the fan, the consumer, us three stinking little nerds can go, Oh, can you believe that George Harrison wore this this hat on day two of recording? All things must pass. Oh, I be my oh, <laughs> and, my sweet lord. Oh, and it brings it brings them into a newer audience. I think when you see yes. a nice shiny updated version, especially when you get into like if they've remixed it for twenty twenty two or something like that, people yeah, do exactly. go, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go. Like, look at all the remastered games. You look at like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One, which was twenty two years old. It's like potatoes everywhere. It's like almost unplayable now. But you look yeah. at the remake and you're like. It's exactly the same game, but in a way it's not. Yeah. But that's the same with all these boxes, you know. I know Oshin's more of like an audio file. Oh no. Apart from us, Ah. that's a very triggered word, audio file. But you're definitely more into like the sound quality. Sound qualities, certain types of vinyl, certain types of these things. Um, so I tell you what, we're talking about George Harrison right now. So I feel like I feel like we should uh we should dive into that. So I'm gonna make Oshin the host. Here we go. Then. Here we go. Here this we go. one was interesting. I think I think O'Sheen sent me this and he was like, oh my God, look at this. And I was like, are you, are you for real? Insane. I, yeah. Insane. I just. So um, it's uh, all things must pass. Uber deluxe box set. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? And it's an actual crate and it's got um, the vinyl box set, which is how many vinyls? Is it like it's eight LPs, right? Wow. And then it, it's got the whole CD version of the box set as well, which is five CDs and a Blu-ray uh, house in a big the, the, uh, design wooden crate accompanied by two uh, uh, really 
well designed books like it's crazy it looks when you go through these books there's a video that i've uh watched norman Maslov on youtube and he does a great unboxing of this and he uh it looks like these are like stuck in the book the, the these pieces of paper here yeah um it's absolutely incredible and um this book mark here yeah, is apparently like from the tree uh, or a tree in um george harrison's garden like and we all know george harrison you know he, he was into gardening like he went out and he he'd be it was like part of his daily routine he'd go out and he'd um spend time walking you know be one with nature and then he'd go have his breakfast and he'd play the guitar it was part of his daily day-to-day -day thing and we also know that he was obsessed with um you know meditation and he he, he got into um you know a, a lot of stuff in the late 60s with the he went to uh, the maharishi and yeah. uh, maharishi yogi and uh he even have these beads here and uh it, it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy but the, the the thing is the controversial thing is the price tag which is thousand beans a thousand dollars like uh how much how much would you typically pay for a cd yeah this, this is the pounds? crazy thing it's 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 one album it's one album i mean it's three i got like a three disc uh bot like box set of it but if it was all of his albums i think i could justify the price a little bit more but I think a thousand pound is just the it's... thing is though, like the main two things in this is the vinyl uh, part of it. It actually, if I zoom in here again, right? So you see this little slip here, that's the vinyl part. And then that's the seat. Well, maybe it's the other way around, but there you, you, you see there are two things that actually slip out the box. And um, so that's one part uh the vinyl part and the cd part and if you add up you can buy them separately so i think the cd is the cd one is like uh 150 pounds and then the the vinyl one is maybe 200 and a bit pounds so yeah. if you add them together it's you know only it's under under 500 dollars still yeah so what are you paying <laughs> another five hundred dollars again again this is such a crazy. great it's a great example of like what are you actually paying for you're paying for the crate you're paying for the name like yeah i can't think and of you get, I these can't, gnomes the little gnomes exactly like the little I gnomes could, yeah. i can only think of the other beatles that would pet that would make a grand for one album box set i can't think of any other what other band would you think would be in this like kind of tier of I'm going to put out one album that's like great or artist like I don't know Robbie Williams Maybe. absolutely not absolutely not there's no <laughs> way anyone's paying a grand for any of his albums no matter how good or maybe good they are but like well uh, I might surprise you later on lads so um oh yeah oh yeah I see but I would love it like if I if I had the money and it wouldn't hurt my bank account I would get that even yeah. I've heard the album well, a million times you know the thing that boils my blood is um like so it's called the all things you uh, must pass uber deluxe box set like the definitive all things you must must pass um experience right so the definitive you know you, th you think it would be but yeah. 
it doesn't have the original mix of the album. Phil Spector uh, produced this album and uh, they got rid of a lot of his wall of sound, the thing that he was uh, mm. really famous for. Um, and yeah, they. I think it kind of, so the the general consensus of that album is, oh yeah, it's great, but shame it's, it's covered in reverb. Yeah. But I think now that I'm listening to it without any reverb whatsoever, it kind of loses the magic. What do you think of that, Matt? Or Marv? What, you know, yeah, you've heard yeah. It. It's like, um, you don't know what you got till it's gone, isn't it? Or like, um, exactly, yeah. Someone like that. I mean, maybe that we could use the Tony Hawk analogy, maybe it like, I, th- I think even at the time, there was even that thing of, yeah, there's a lot of reverb, reverb, it's a lot of kind of issues because. You look back at Let It Be with the Phil Spector versions and everyone was like, this is terrible. This is too much reverb, too schmaltzy. Then you had Let It Be Naked, which was what they wanted it to be, even though... Well, this is kind of like a all things you must pass naked. Uh, I I haven't heard anyone... Yeah, uh, but then they... But again, like that pulls into question. Okay, this is an Uber Uber, I can't even speak today. Uber Uber Deluxe box set, right? Uber. Yeah. You'd want the original version. You'd want the 40th anniversary remixed version. You want the 2022 yeah. remixed version because you're all in. You know exactly what you're going to hear. You just want different versions of it. So for them to even not have that, yeah, definitely seems like an oversight. And you know that you know that paying a thousand pound is a lot for music in today's climate. So why wouldn't they do that? Yeah, but what you do get is really cool. Like you have the I, I like the way they have the two days of um, day one and day two of him doing demos. Uh, he goes into Phil Spector and he just plays the whole album um, on an acoustic guitar. That's super cool. And they, they've made it look like it's in an e- EMI box, you know, the the, the old big tape reel. Yeah. Um, that's, that's unreal. But that comes in the vinyl box set for $200-ish dollars, uh, you know? Yeah. So... So no, you're paying. Actually, the book itself is definitely like I've seen the. Um, it's more like the get back. I've got the get back book here, right? So it's it's go. more akin to this quality. It's it's not. Um, it doesn't look like it's stuff is stuck in. Like it's definitely a more elaborate, put together book. But yeah. like, I I can't see where the price tag is coming from it's actually it just shows how much um it's actually worth because the youtubers the youtubers that i have seen do unboxings um they've they've said they've gotten discounts of like 300 dollars. you know so i'd say the majority of people are, aren't actually paying that thousand it's just like to get the word out there or something it's the yeah shock value of it i think maybe yeah i think it goes down as well like um when we played switzerland and we play in a hotel in its rich people and i mean like richy rich people i think when you get to that level it's not about how much stuff you can buy it's about i've got this thing which no yeah. one else can get because there's only about one in the world and i think yeah. maybe there's that mentality of like well you love george harrison if you really want it you can be the person, you, you know, it would be like, I heard he's got this massive box set. It literally comes in a crate. Like, I think it has that appeal to it. So when you sit there, you're like, yeah, 
I didn't get it for free. I didn't get it for 600 quid. I went in. Why not? I'm still living good. I think it has that kind of appeal to it. Mez, I feel like you're going about to say something. Let's see. Yes, I So, yeah, I, I agree. And I think there is an element of that with a lot in terms of um, just general, general stuff anyway. I mean, I've noticed it in the guitar market. This guy, 63 strands, original and this and that. And to an extent, I've noticed it with the, with the function stuff where it's like we'll get hired for a party or something. And the vibe is very much, um, oh, yeah, who found these guys? Oh, I did. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily just about the actual content of the music anymore. It's about, look what I found. You know, look what I can, I don't want to say afford because it makes people sound horrible. But it is of that ilk. Like you say, Marvel, like rich people, proper rich people. I mean, not being funny, if I had that money, I probably would have bought that. Same. Just just to dive into it and it is sold I mean. out by the way so yeah 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 people, people are buying it yeah people yeah, are buying yeah. it this is yeah. this is the thing isn't it and i i think it's really cool that these things exist and i think it's really i think it's really up to you whether or not you think worth the money the price tag they put it's really up to individual who is looking at it to buy i mean asheen i don't know how much research you've done on this but it, are there any second-hand ones available uh, there, there always are i i can imagine it's going for double if you look for it on discogs which yeah. is um because it's sold out and no the one, they're not making any more discogs is like the ebay of uh, vinyl by the way you can look up for any pressing that you want and you can literally find you know any any pressing of any record I, i'm sure it's up there I yeah I haven't had a look I probably should have but uh, I can imagine it's fetching up to one point two um, or one point five thousand for sure up you know and that's but, another uh, that that's another kind of facet of it isn't it uh, scalping it's called where it's just like yeah. yeah people do it with everything these days tickets it happened with the new Xbox and PlayStation's that came out. Um, it happens with a lot of things where there's opportunity to make money. And I can very firmly, I don't want to be mean about people, but I can very firmly see people going, oh, I got a couple of grand sitting static in the account. I'm going to buy one and then list the other one for double. And then it's paid for itself. I can see people doing that. I can see that happening. We've seen that happen with the PlayStation 5. I mean, I, I literally was there the day uh, it was supposed to be released. Trying to refresh, the whole internet was crashed, man. I, yeah, yeah. I still, I, I never even bothered trying to get it again because it was, it's just impossible. Well, this is the thing, and I can't help but wonder. I mean, yeah, Irmez goes talking about Queen again. Ooh. Here we go. Here <laughs> they we go. Queen <laughs> talk last... with Mez. We need like a little theme, right? Queen talk with Mez. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. There was um, last year they did their pop-up shop in Carnaby Street. They've done it a few times now. And um, they had... Oh, that's a big boy. That's the one. Oh, that's a big... <laughs> Not to interrupt, but yeah, we have this um, complete <laughs> studio collection LP box set. You've got all of the albums, as far as I know. Coloured vinyl. That is something... What were you saying? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> that is something I would 100% buy. Well, like, I, I think it's well, so yeah, it's, it's yeah, gone. Without, 
to to me that to me that matches the price yeah like like 450 i don't know what the conversion rate is let's say it's 400 quid british pounds or whatever to get all of to get a book all of those vinyls in a nice concise kind of box set to me that seems the amount i'd be looking to pay man do you agree yeah absolutely um like let's see like how much there's 18 vinyl um you know 18 discs that's or well more than double yeah. of all things must pass. Yeah. And it's like half the price. Half the price. Less, yeah. Literally. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm looking at that right now, twitching. I'm like, hmm. Drooling, are you? Mm, <laughs> I could I, I would own that. I would absolutely own that. Um Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. That's that I didn't even I knew it existed, but I but it says buy now. So I'm assuming it's still in stock, I, is it? I saw it on a different website. It was out of stock, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe you should save up your beaners, mate. From, I'm uh... thinking about it, mate. <laughs> the um, no, the the point I was gonna make. So um, Queen had their pop up shop at Carnaby Street, and they had all manner of Queen goodies available. And I was gonna nip down, nip down there, Bristol, London. That's a nip down. That's fine. fine nip it down, yeah. Um, but I kind of thought, okay, well, if there's anything that I really, really want, then I'll just order it online. And what they did, they released four color vinyls separate in the series of all of, um, and they've each one's a different member of Queen with so- two songs they've written on side one and two. Now, I don't know how much vinyls were when they were in the shop, but good God, they did a thousand of them. Um, I can't remember the exact parameters of that, whether it was a thousand of each one or it was um, a thousand in total, including all four of them. But basically, scalpers got hold of it. There were people in the queue who had no interest in Queen going, one of of the biggest bands to ever sell. In fact, yeah, the biggest streamed um, single in the UK and all this and that. And they obviously went limited edition and pound signs blew up in their eyes again it was silly people were selling these four vinyls for i do believe before it got taken down for about same amount as all things must pass the entire thing for four limited edition vinyls which is ridiculous and i remember i'm part of a queen um group on facebook of course uh, of course I am. <laughs> and they, um, there were people on there literally just like, this is insulting. They were, they were blaming um, quite a lot of um, Queen's team, actually, because it's like, why didn't they release like 500 via the fan club, 500 for general sale? And I agree with that. I agree with that because any, I, I, you know, people do buy these things to make profit on. And I don't think it's entirely fair. For, because it doesn't give everyone a fair chance, does it? Really, when you think about it. No, it doesn't. Well, well, well Mez, I got they have a... bots and everything. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it brings up an interesting yeah. kind of point, right? If uh, you think about the value of music now, where you can literally go on YouTube, you can go on Spotify, you don't have to pay a single penny to sign up to any of those websites, and you can just get it for free. You can listen to it legally for free. You know what I mean? So yeah. do you think there's an argument to be made that, when people either make box sets that are a lot of money or when they get scalped and then sold for a lot of money, do you think that kind of puts a value 
back into the art of music? Or do you think it's a higher, it's like a higher way of stealing stuff? What do you think, Mez? So stealing is a very, very strong term for what these people are doing, because I'd say it's more of a stolen opportunity than actual theft. Hmm. Um, it's difficult to say. There's two sides of it. When it was happening with Xbox One Xs and PS5s, I was kind of like, okay, this sucks, and there are going to be loads of disappointed people everywhere. But I can't, you know, scalping as buzzwordy as it is now and as frowned upon as it is, it's kind of um, it's kind of bit um, enterprising actually when you think about it because all these people are doing is buying it for the market price and then shooting it up. I think the issue there is the fact that you have that what, what do we call it? It's um, it's like artificial um, market price right right rise or something like that because someone's put something up for a stupid amount of money someone else who isn't worried about money money's no object has gone okay well i'll buy that and then all of a sudden that product is worth that um i expect you two lads are well aware of reverb the uh musical instrument marketplace yeah yeah Yeah. right great idea i love you know I what I'm going to say, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do know the, what you're going to say. The clone, the clone. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's so, a pedal that was, you know, initially 200 ish dollars. Today, you'd be lucky to get one for $5,000. And wow. it's literally just because I've got a clone clone there, right? So the thing that was um, so magical about this thing was it was actually gooped. So if you open up yeah. the, the back of the yeah. pedal, you can see the circuit usually. But this guy was like, oh, actually, um, I don't want people to know what I'm doing here. So he got this goop, um, kind of rubbery, um, slimy stuff. I don't know. And it hardens. And it, no one could get that off or de-goop no. it for years until, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. And then um, the... There's a there's a word for the the, the makeup the blueprint of the um, design yeah. and that was leaked and now there's loads of these clones coming out so there's the J Rocket Archer um, there's loads of these the MXR have one called the Sugar Drive um, there's loads of them there's you know and they're fetching two hundred ish you could pay that or you could pay five thousand yeah. but um, does the same thing the same thing exactly yeah. 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 Yeah, and especially that's, in and the that, mix, you're not going to hear the difference. Like, come on. No, exactly, exactly the point, and that's kind of where it comes down to it, isn't it? Because you, yeah, you, you, again, we're, we're we've gone full circle. We're back into the that guy's got an original clone centaur. Like, how much did that cost? It's it's a talking point and a status symbol, much more than an actual exactly yeah. as as to what it was made for. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's so I. I Again, two sides of the coin. I think in one way, scalping can be viewed as, you know, how dare they do this? At the other end of the scale, it's also like, well, they haven't really done anything illegal. It's just morally wrong in some ways to some people, you know? it's um, That's kind of how I view it. And I get frustrated when I see things that I'd like to buy that are no longer available. Um but also, I mean, what can you do? That's just the way life is. That's the way it is, unfortunately. Oshin, what, what do you think about 
what do you think about like this? Does it does it devalue music? Does it put more value on music? Do you think it's more your eat your financial status that changes the kind of pin? What do you think? I th- I think it's just um, it just especially with vinyl as well. Like it it is happening in the vinyl world. Uh, it just shows how much of the resurgence, how much it actually has come back, and people want physical media again because um, you know. You can obviously, you know, you can get all these box sets on Spotify. No problem. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you don't have the tangibility of it. You don't have to, like, when my, look, I, I got this bad boy for my birthday. <laughs> so let Lookie, it be. Look at there. That's a nice old box Lookie set. Look there. You got that's there. a nice old vinyl box set. Yeah, it's a 5LP vinyl box set. Um, 50th anniversary. Let it be. And uh, it's a statement like, well, it, it, this is uh, what my girl, my lovely girlfriend bought this for me for price of 150 ish euro. And, um, you know, it's it's not a clan clan centaur, but I can go look at this, lads. Yeah, or, I've already, you know, I've got some mates that are into vinyl and they're like, wow, that's that's so cool. But um, yeah, it's, uh, you know. I have you have this too on your phone. Exactly. You know when you think about it that, but it's not. It's not. You can, I have it. It's, it's not that exactly, but you can have like a eight hundred pound phone, two two grand phone, and listening to these things. It's like well, even then you get into things like that. You know, if you're listening to that on a five pound you know, tape machine book, or whatnot, book, yeah, yes, there. stuff's falling yeah. out. It stuff's falling out. <laughs> everything's falling right. on Spotify. Just just, everything's just, going. That's fine. Nah. That's 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 taken hundred quid off of it. Come on, mate. Yeah. Oh, that's that's two hundred quid. Sorry, well, um, I'll give you a. It's, it's so cool. It's um, it's it's very different to to the get back book, which I also have. And uh, <laughs> I'm not a rich man. I'm not a rich man. Okay, I I've sounds like it right now. I don't drink. I don't. Uh, you know, music's my life, and uh, <laughs> you know, it shows. You know, handwritten lyrics and uh, goes through every single. So, you know, all the songs on the album, The Digger Pony tells you who played on it. It's actually a bit like um, Revolution in the Head, the way it's done. You know, it's, yeah. it goes through uh, who wrote what. and It's amazing. Love That's it. really cool. And then, yeah. So you, then you have the uh, original album remixed by Giles Martin. Um, he, they've already done Sgt. Pepper, the, the, the white album. Yeah. Um, Abbey Road and, and they've done this well it's the 50th anniversary but it was, it's, it's actually gotten moved a year ahead because of COVID you know that thing yeah, and um, uh, man I love this remix have you heard this remix? No again you haven't heard man. because I've I've heard the album so many times um, yeah you know watching the Get Back film it's like I'm into that so it poses another question is now when you think of Let It Be do you only listen to it on that vinyl or are there times where you're like, well, I'm in the car or I'm out. Yeah. Let me, let me put it on Spotify. You know what I mean? Does, does it isolate what albums you listen to in what formats? Well, yeah. Well, um, you singled me out for the whole audio file thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, I did. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, if I have a better sound version, I'm going to go to the, the, the old, the good old vinyl. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely going to go for the the better experience on the LP. Like, it sounds 
wonderful. It's the best remix uh, that he's done, uh, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I think the other ones were kind of, they lost something. Um, the, the Sgt. Pepper one's brilliant because he, you know, we all know that he, they did that crazy, uh, you know, double track, overdubs, all those crazy overdubs. Then they had uh, on four track and they have to mix it down to, you know, and you're going second generation tape, third generation tape. And he was actually going, you know, so by the time you hear the drum track, it's like on a third generation tape. So you've heard yeah. a degradation in quality. So he was actually able to go back to the, the source um, tape, the actual multi-track and get the freshest, well, you know, the first generation tape. And, and it, you can hear how clear it is. He did a brilliant job. The drums are really p- pumping. And, yeah. And okay. And then he did the white album. And I think there was definitely less differences. Um, it may be a bit clearer, but I, if I, I actually bought that on vinyl, um, well, just to hear CD. the difference. I got the CD version with just the demos, which is great, which is great. Oh, wow. Yeah. And again, like just Wonderful. very quickly, I got the 30 year anniversary of all things must pass on CD. So I got a little box and I got a booklet, which is quite good. And then you got the two things on CD. So it's very, very streamlined, very simple. And there you go. That's, yeah. that's all I need to hear. You know what I mean? That's all I need to hear. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, so is there any outtakes in that or? I don't think so. I think. Uh... Yeah. Because again, you get two Close. CDs and then you get original jam. So you get it's Johnny's birthday. Plug me in. I remember Jeep. Thanks for the pepperoni out of the blue, which I, I mean, to my recollection, I think they were already on the vinyls yeah. themselves. Yeah. So it's you don't get third... anything new. It's just a 30 year remix. This was 2001. It's a remaster, I believe. Um, remaster. So it's just. Thing. You know, they're not. They don't have the the session, the multi track. So it's literally just the one track, and they're EQing and compressing the one track to. Oh, okay, okay, it, that makes you know? sense. Well, that that, that sense. that's what a remaster is. It, when you have a remix, you actually have the full session, the multi track, and you're you can turn up individual things, the drums, the kick, the guitar. So that's the difference. If you know our listeners um, didn't know that, you know, um, so. Yeah. Yeah, so what else comes in this is the the jams and uh, Apple nice. Sessions rehearsals and uh, Apple Jams. And this is when they're, where, where they're jamming in uh, Apple Studio. And there's a lovely photo of them in Twickenham Studios. So cool. And um, yeah, so that's really great. Um, so my only thing about this final box set was, and, and then obviously we have this, lovely thing which was the original idea it was originally supposed to be called get back yeah and this was going to be the cover which they saved later on for the the blue album uh compilation disc um but it's it's really cool this is the uh what's his name (laughs) the um so this was the original mix of the album and um it's got really rough um like that's what they originally wanted anyway they wanted to uh literally just play live like they didn't please please me really yeah um down to tape and that's it just like all new material um and it didn't really work out they didn't like this they shelved this for 50 years and we're only getting it now well there were bootleg versions really low quality um 
but uh, now we finally have it, and it's it's wonderful. It's great to hear it, but um, you, I can obviously hear that you know why they didn't release it. Like it's definitely they've got studio chatter in in, in between, and yeah. Um, but like it's 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 lovely to see how the sausage is made. Like you were saying, um, how it eventually got to the the full grand Phil Spector thing that we. Uh, well, it's it's great to hear. Obviously, this doesn't have the Phil Spector touch um, to it. It's literally just the rough mixes, um, and then there's an EP, which is cool. It's got nice. See, don't let me down. So a new mix by Gerald Martin. Um, let it be new mix, and then it's got. Across uh, the universe, Giles or uh, Glenn Johns mix unreleased, yeah. and um, I mean mind Glenn Johns. So that's who I was trying to think of. Glenn Johns, he did the original mix of um, Get Back, the um, original Let It Be. Well, what was supposed to be, yeah, Get Back. But look at that, right? That's 150 quid. Yeah, to me, and that's the, that's what all things sh- must pass in terms of the audio should have been like, you've got original thing, you've got the updated thing, you've got EPs, you've got studio sessions. It's like the full gamut of what I'd expect the box set to be. And that's 150 quid. Yeah. So concise. It's not, it's not like overly fancy. It's not so lucrative and you're pleased with it. And it's, it's affordable. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. And it's also, yeah, it's, it's arguably affordable. Like yeah. it's definitely a lot more than anyone would would pay on a an album because it is one album that's that's the only thing that you kind of have to think about like when are you gonna when am i gonna listen to like this again or or this or or this yeah because everything's on one lp like if i'm in the mood for it let be i'm gonna listen to the new remix exactly that's yeah so like um, I remember the, the day I got it, I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be amazing. So I, I for, first of all, I listened to the remix. Then I listened to this and I was kind of like, it's great, but they're all the same songs again. Like different, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like There's subtle differences. And then you, you listen to this again and it's all the same songs again. And then, you know, some of the same songs again. So yeah, you definitely would not listen to them all one after the other. Like you have to choose one um, per day, like to listen to. Um, or which, if you're which in makes mood. you which makes you cherish it more, right? You're not just going to go through it all like a kid at Christmas. No, bored which it, I, like I, I try to, and I just was kind of like, wow. <laughs> I'm your man. I'm your man. I'm your man. Yeah, you just get yeah. so annoyed of him. Yeah, that's a that's a big task for one. <laughs> This is another offering from the Beatles that we got this year. The Plastic Ono Band Ultimate Collection Deluxe Box Set. I was really, I, I love this album. Um, right. It's the, the best thing I think John Lennon ever did on his own. Um, th- like this is one that I would love to have, but I actually already had it on vinyl. Yeah. Um, the original mix, which... 159 new admit- mixes. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So like, many. so what they did with this, um, they didn't give the vinyl box set the same treatment 
as the CD boxes. So the CD box has six CDs, two Blu-rays for um, 5.1 Dolby Atmos yeah. uh, spiel. And um, you get a lovely 133 page booklet, posters, postcards. And I, I think this is 150 pounds as well. Like it, great value. Not out for the money. way, really. Not out the way price wise, I don't think, for that, that level really of Really good. Yeah. yeah for, I, I, for feel that. That, I feel that you're getting more for your money, actually. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. But, um, Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the vinyl version is only two. I think they only, um, if I can find it here, they only do, like, I think the outtake. So you get the, the remix of the album plus the you know the rough mixes of the songs yeah um but like it's it's so cool it's super well done um so you know the, these are obviously clip, clips on the books these are the um session tapes love seeing them amazing i'd love to hear one of them one day yeah, yeah. um um yeah this is drawings of the the studio and it's so cool because like um what i always thought about this album was like this was lennon's really angry period and he was like oh f paul and blah blah, blah. and he w went in and recorded this album and um like in a punk kind of way he was just like mother screaming mother don't go Ma. you know um but then you see here take 61 Mother takes 61. He's done so many takes of this, but like it's still that rough vibe that you get. Yeah. You know? That's like, mad. and again, he's like, if anyone's not heard that song, he is screaming. It's like screaming. screaming yeah. It's like he'll, he doesn't care about his vo vocal cords anymore. It's like, I've left the Beatles. I don't need these vocal cords anymore. <sighs> like, and he's, you know, yeah. It's yeah. pretty Insane. metal, I guess. And it's, he's, like, do you know when you hear a metal head or a, you know, Lamb of God or whatever, they're screaming, they're doing it in a safe way, like kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. that where they're not damaging their voice. This is the exact opposite. Mother, <laughs> at the very end, he's yeah, yeah. tearing his vocal cords apart. Um, I remember yeah, being like, unreal. it kind of scared me when I first heard it. It was yeah. so intimate and I was just like, this is, not that it's wrong, but I was just like, this is too much, it's way too much. Yeah. So then you have like um, elements. Audio, uh, this is really cool. So like they, the way they do it is is different to the Beatles. So um, they've got you know the full album, the ultimate mixes. Then they've got like the ultimate mixes, the outtakes. So it's the the full album again, I guess. But it's like yeah. a, a different an alternate take. So it's a take that didn't make it. You know. Yeah. Um, then there's the elements mixes. Where they take like they they solo, you you're hearing the whole song with something in solo, or it's without the drums, or um, it, like I I have the um Imagine, uh, Deluxe LP, and that's what you get on this. You get um the, the remix album, and then you get um the elements mixes. Okay. Well, you get you get a bit of each i think you get the the outtakes yeah um and then you're paying extra for the the elements mixes yeah w w it's really cool on the elements mixes on this because you've got strings so you're hearing like on um um imagine 
you're you're hearing just the strings it's it's unreal like just just to hear them soloed yeah and um like a few different things like but on this i i suppose it's it's minimal the production you know and then you've well, got yeah studio demos yeah yeah take it's, 91 it's of mother on that one there yeah nice. yeah yeah so like it, it, it's just crazy it's totally changed my um what i thought about this album i thought this was punky album and he was just like ah, just get in and do one take and well i believe he did that with instant karma it was literally just one take and no, no, it's proved nope. me wrong. Take, take 10. 10, take five. <laughs> See, uh, he, he, uh, I think he mixed up. He, he wrote, recorded and maybe yes. released it in one day. Something like that. Right. But he did 10 takes of it or whatever. And mad. Well, more, but like, that's just how they did it back then. They had no way of fixing it pro post, um, recording. So they, you know, yeah. you had to do it. And then there's one, if I can find it. Yeah. So there's a live session um there's one where he's actually talking like oh yeah event um the evolution documentary. Ev evolution documentary so it's lennon just talking candidly uh while he's recording and it's, it's just so cool to like like you said meds like we eat up everything it's like oh he wore that hat on that session or whatever like just to hear him talk just normally about everyday things is just fascinating to me like he talks yeah. about um i don't think he has sean at this time no, he. I think he was born in seventy-five or something. Yeah. Um. But he's talking about having Julian or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, if you don't have kids, you're you're not living, man." You know, it's just so cool to see that side of him because he's. This is the. You know, he's doing the protests with Yoko. He's doing you know hair piece, um, give peace a chance, and um, that that's another cool thing about Get Back, where you see Lennon and he's really chill and he's having fun. And, you know, when you see around this era, he's doing all those really uptight interviews where he's like, oh, the Beatles were going to break up anyway. And it's it's a really cool take to see that. Yeah, definitely. It's kind, yeah. kind of the thing, isn't it? Because you see him as this mythical, this mythological man that's just yeah, unobtainable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you, then it's, it's almost like you've gone round to see him. And you've gone around to like spend an afternoon with him. Yeah, it humanizes him, which I think now you look at the world of celebrity where you have Twitter, you have Instagram, like you can message anybody you want. Doesn't mean they're going to respond, but like you have a direct way into their world. Whereas if you think, let's say pre-social media, so let's say like 2000, 2003, like if I was like, okay, I want to, I want to message Serge Tankian from System of a Down. I want to, I want to like send him something so he's going to know who I am. How the, how the hell do you do it? Who do you email? Do I email his record company? Like it's impossible. And I think that is part of the humanizing process, which is part of our world. And people aren't so um, fascinated by this kind of mystery anymore. Especially like when you play music, you just like, oh, it's just a guy working up there, you know? And mm. I think, I think general, the general public have that same view now. So they look at Len, they look at the Beatles and they're just like, yeah. As, as mythical as they are, it just humanizes them and then it makes them more relatable, you know, yeah. which leads me on to quickly with the Lennon box set, right? So obviously this is just the box, right? I think nice. this is about... That's, that's not the whole thing. Not the whole thing, mate. You'd be surprised. No? Oh, I think it's about a hundred quid. It's about a hundred quid. I got it for Christmas. One it's not time, a Mac so. Mini, no? It's not a Mac Mini. No, this is the shocking revelation. 
So Ooh. it's got drawings. It's like, it's well, it's like nice. You know what I mean? And again, hundred quid is like wow. cheap underneath that's gone. Um, you just get like a booklet that has one drawing in it. Wow. That's, that's all that is. I love that. It's on the, it's on the bottom. It's cool. Isn't it? It's like, that's, it makes that's Yoko special. out the door. Yeah. 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 And then you get a booklet on the top, which kind of just talks about, you know, how much John Lennon meant to everybody and, you know, lyrics like that with drawings. So it's, it's in the same vein. Um, stuff like get back. You've got an online thing, which is just your digital download. Seems to be, yeah, John I actually, Universe. I actually meant to bring that up with you, Machine. In um in the All Things Must Pass box set, when people were opening it, did they have a little card where you can digitally I download so. these songs for free? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. So they've basically legit sorry to cut you off, Mark, they legitimately okay. covered all angles with that. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So CDs, vinyl, uh digital, yeah. Any cassettes? Uh that's uh, too rare, mate. It. We haven't they've got ruined there it. yet. We haven't got they've there ruined yet. It. Ruined that's it. A, that's Sorry. a pop punk thing only, I think. Cassettes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so we get you all say... these CDs, look. They're in a nice little star. Yeah, so case. this, yeah. Just great. That's right? it, the discography box set. The discography box set. And what you get, you get this nice. So again, I think now with box sets, it's uh, you maybe pay a certain price, like with the Metallica ones, right? You pay a certain price for how much unseen bonus demo content you want whereas this seems i think this was 2009 2010 so i've got the singles so it gives you the singles which aren't on the albums and then you get home tapes so i've got the out studio outtakes and home recordings of mother love god i found out and then you've got nobody told me honey don't one of the boys india india serve yourself isolation remember beautiful boy and then i don't want to be a soldier i don't want to die so that one's good. I think there's one more. Let me check. Could be wrong. So, so that's a comp of singles. Well, yeah, it's like it's going yeah. back to what you just shown us, where you've got mm. from one album, you've got these reams of like, okay, strings only this, piano only this. Yeah, only right. Yeah. This. Mm. Like 12 years ago, I guess we got given 13 tracks where you're like, okay, there's here's a here's one session, but I won't oh, outtake. I'm not gonna tell you what take it is. But mm. then you think you Again, it adds to the story. You think, well, this is this must be the only outtake. And then you get more of a bigger picture now that, you know, yeah. yes, it's recycling the same old stuff over and over again, but you pay for the convenience, you pay for what it looks like and how you use things. And I want to say, because I swear there was one where he was, uh, he was ripping, he was like taking the mickey out of Bob Dylan. There was this weird thing where like he idolized him then met him in the Beatles, like mid sixties, realized how much of like a druggy, like drunk he was or whatever. And was kind of like, Oh, I'm not really sold on him. And then was like kind of slagging him off in his like solo period. It's so strange. And then he became a druggy himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where it is, but yeah, that's, that's like the biggest box that I've got. And then the only other one I've got is this one stadium Arcadium. Oh, wow. I got this for 50 quid at the old music shop, which is now a fruit shop. Um, but strange, there's things in here that I've never seen another box set have. So you get your booklet with the lyrics. There's nothing special about this. Um, you just get little like pictures and things like pretty standard fare. Um, this was a big deal back in the day, this album. It's kind of like the pinnacle really of them. 
Uh, you get the albums on CD. I don't know where the second one is. You'd have to tell me. You get a DVD where it's a track by track commentary, but it's videos of them talking. So it's a DVD and they're just going to, yeah, I came up with this riff on here and blah, 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 um, which I quite liked. I've watched that more. Um, I've got this, which is a spinning top. And you can, really choose, cool. you can choose which spinning top thing you want to look at has uh, like what correlation has this got to you know hump debump nothing i love right? that nothing I'm, but that's there i'm so into that i'm so into that um that strange level of like it's, it's it's almost like you've you've gone through the museum of red hot chili peppers and you visited the gift shop on the way out and put a little spinning top i'm <laughs> sorry it's like i'm i'm an absolute sucker for little things like that what about um, this then little bag and it's got marbles in it i love it one I'm big sold. marble, and then I got some little ones. I guess because you know it had Mars and Jupiter with the album titles. Like, but but what are we doing, Mez? Like, what? Who is this meant to be aimed at? Like, what what is this representing to the wide world? So, uh, I want to say around twenty to thirty years ago, Iron Maiden released a. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was a big tin with um, loads and loads of stuff in. Now this tin was uh, shaped and it was coloured. Obviously, we all know what Iron Maiden's, um, of, Ma of Iron Maiden's mascot, Eddie. Um, he featured all over it because he, he's, that's a very smart thing, marketing plan, having a mascot and slapping him over everything. That's a really cool idea. So this tin, you open it up and inside, was lined with like this red velvet thing. It had a, I think it was a, a well, it definitely was. It was like a deluxe CD box set thing. With yeah. Two shot glasses. Um, Iron Maiden has, to my knowledge, never released any sort of spirit, which is what you put in a shot glass. They have obviously released Trooper beer, which you would not drink out of shot glass. I think more so than anything, it's just a, a it's like a little keepsake. You know what I mean? It's like something, I don't want to be rude about it, but it's like something your nan would buy you for Christmas if she doesn't really know what you're into. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I Some years ago when I was a child, a great aunt, a great aunt of mine bought me a pen. Nice. And this pen, uh, it was wooden. And at the other end, there was a little shape of Santa Claus. It was shaped um, to be Santa Claus, basically. And... I have no idea where this pen's gone. I may never see it again. Anyone can find this pen for James. But there's, there's not a money. day. There's not a day that goes by. Well, thank you for I a coffee. Down <laughs> Bristol. Yeah. Yep. Hey, come on, Ashim. That's my line. So. Show, show me the pen first. Then you get your latte. I'm a, I'm a true fan. Your, yeah. <laughs> love it, mate. Love it. No, but it's, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I love that they do it. And I get that you're sat there like, who is this for? I'm not 12. I, you know, I don't, I don't want spinning top. But I, lo I love stuff like that. I love stuff like that. It's just unique. It's different. And almost in a way, I want to, it makes me want to think that it's like, okay, well, the band had some say in this. Yeah. You know, because mm. then it's not just corporate record company CEOs, owners going, let's rehash this and make millions, please. Yeah, it's it's that there's uh, they're adding something that will add to the experience. 
Yes. More than that's exactly yeah. my point. Exactly my point. And it's it like I said, I just find it cool. Mm. It finds it cool. I'm so well into so stuff like that. This is that I think is like a notepad, but it's very, very small. Like that's what that's like a small. match. It's like uh one of those old little things that you could get matches in. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, that that's what it feels like. Sands yeah. the matches. And then I think the coolest yeah. part here is you get four like I say handwritten. I mean, obviously they're printed, but each band member's got like, this is Chad Smith saying, oh, I want to say hello in every language. So I use his hand gesture, writes it down. Is that his baby hand? Um, I mean, I think it is his hand, but again, it's been scaled down. But maybe he's got very small. Maybe he's got ridiculously small hands. That's why it looks like my my son's handprint (laughs) that I have. Was it your son's handprint? Yeah, that's it. That's what he's been doing with this. That's what he's been doing with his life. Oh, crazy drawings which i mean are good or bad depending on your artistic leaning just kind of scribbles and stuff and then you get this is like a big long kind of uh the world is yours you know you are not connected to the world like you think make a connection plant a tree like okay cool yeah no worries but like that is nice and again this is an example of a box set that came out i believe when the album came out 2006 so it's not something where you're like like now the album is 16 years old. So 15 years, you kind of think, okay, it's getting into this legacy territory. It's a very, very celebrated album for them. But that yeah. came straight out as it did. Um, yeah, that's gutsy really, isn't it? It's pretty gutsy. It is. I mean, if especially with those kind of uh, bands, when you know something's going to sell very well and you've, you're already in your career 20 plus years at that point, why not do that? And yeah. again, yeah. 50 quid, I mean, for a DVD, essentially, to me, that's all right. I'm fine with that. Double album and a DVD, especially Definitely. at that point. And it still sells for that um, on wow. eBay. But those are those are pretty much my two box sets that mean anything. I've got an ABBA box set, which is just the albums. And they're just in those little cardboard kind of sleeves. Um, I mm. don't know how much this was. It might be like 20 quid or something. But again, I'm not a huge fan of ABBA, but I want to listen to all their albums. So... I'll just have it in a box set, please. See you later. It's all there. Bang. Easy. No, I used to I used to have a CD box set. I, I might have shown you. I, I mentioned it briefly briefly in year one and BIM. Um it was um five CDs of the doors. And it was yeah, just like you had there, just the digi packs. Yeah. Um it was great. It was like fifteen pounds or something. Lost it though. I wish it still had it. Ah, uh, don't yeah. count if you haven't got it, mate. Don't count, yeah. Mez, don't uh, count. Any, any box sets or issues or deluxe stuff you want to talk about? So I was rooting through and discovered that uh, the only box set I've ever bought in my life was the reissue of Brian May's Back to the Light, which I bought for my mother. <laughs> of course. Um, excellent isn't it it's like you can't write it you can't write it no you really can't so i i bought this last year when it came out um i wanted to buy two uh one for me one for her but i was kind of like i i don't live far away from mum if i really want to go and listen to it i think i think it's fine so i didn't buy super super uber deluxe one because i'll tell you why i bought one dang from that which is still a big vinyl. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's um, what do they call it? It's still the same thickness as like an old vinyl would be. Come on, audio file, tell me what that is, Ashim. 
Gunner Sheen. What, where it's 180 grams, is it? That's the boy. That's why we need you on the podcast. That's why we need you. We might make him a permanent fixture. Standard, standard. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they made it big and heavy. In it's heavyweight a... vinyl, 108 grit. Yeah, it's, spiel, yeah. <laughs> it's a chunky boy, I'm telling you. Um, but it's an actual box. Uh, obviously, the same size as a vinyl. You take it out, and there's like a big picture of Brian May. Now, the difference between the one I bought and the one up from that is the one up from that Brian May hand signed, oh. Oh. and it added a hundred pounds onto the final price. Which, oh, I bet you're raging and get that. Yeah. Oh, gutted, mate. I'm crying. <laughs> I've actually got his autograph because I met him. But um, oh, that's all right then. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, man. Oh, I I said to Mum, what I'll do is I'll cut out the piece of paper. Shut up. I'll, I'll, I'll trace it out and then I'll blue tack it onto the photo. You'll never know. You'll you never sell, know. You could sell that for more. Sell that's... it for more. Who's what got that? Am I playing yeah. at? Who's got that? Oh man. But um, yeah, and you take it out. It's got the vinyl, which is really nice. I think it's a white vinyl. Um, back to the light. So it's going to be white, isn't it? Um, all of the songs sound drastically uh, better quality in comparison to the original pressing, which I'm really impressed with. And um, it's got a little a little badge, which has got like Brian May Gold series on. As soon as I saw that, I was like, he's going to do his other album as well. That's what's nice. going to happen here. Uh, so getting ready for that. Um, but yeah, and it's really well presented. It's really, really nice. There's a CD with the re, um, remaster on it as well. So you've got a CD and a vinyl. Kind of goes back to the not as uh, not as extreme as you having let it be twenty thousand times in the same box set. Um, yeah. To my knowledge, there are no outtakes. There are no um, like demo versions and stuff. But Queen have started doing this with um, the newer release deluxe versions of their albums. They'll have like uh, demo versions. Um, they released something a while ago called um, Queen at the BBC. That's really cool. But that is if you are a super mega nerd, like with the John Lennon and the Beatles box sets, because it will literally have um, BBC Studios, uh, Studio 3, Keep Yourself Alive. And it will have that version that they recorded in Studio 3 at the BBC. Track 4, Keep Yourself Alive, Studio 4. And then it will have that version, which they recorded at Studio 4. You see where I'm going with this. It's very similar, but not as in-depth yeah, as the yeah. Beatles stuff. It's not like uh, Take 35 or whatever. You no. Know. Yeah. no. Um, but I, I really like that level of intricacy. I also love the level of intricacy they went with. with let it be, all things must pass. So that's the only box set I bought in my life. So where I'm going to change. Where is it now? Uh, it's put away somewhere. Is where it is. Safety. Uh, somewhere safe. Bags won't let me touch it. it. She won't <laughs> let me touch. She won't even let me sniff it. Um, so I I have taken this opportunity to take some of my special edition vinyls out and flex them a little bit. Do it. Oh, I guess okay. flexing on. So the first one is one that our dear Mags actually bought me for Christmas. If this is another Queen record, I'm going to... No, no. It is Slade in Flame. Lovely. It is the album they released, um, Go With The Film. And as you can see, I don't know if you do this, Ashim. I know Marv doesn't. He rips up anything he can. 
Um, one album. I did it with one album. No, I don't accept that. You're you're still in the doghouse over that. So this here is the sticker. Yes, that was on the policy. Now, so I take the stickers off. I put them on the actual line because I don't know. Makes me happy. But this, what makes this special? So it is a remaster, I do believe. Uh, Gold selling soundtrack features sharp hits. Um, yeah, this is a limited edition. And I'll show you for why. Go on. Oh, Shane, what you look, what you're saying. Here's what I do with the hype stickers. Because they're also fucking cool. Shouldn't have said that. But um, yeah, it's all right. Ah, it's we love swearing. We love it. I'll it's swear. fine. Right, so... Oh, he puts it on the plastic I, sleeve on the I outside. I put it on the plastic sleeve, yeah. So that is a better not, idea. You're not ruining the um, cover. Yeah. Plastic? Plastic? That sticker plastic? Off, oh, no. Anyone like that joke? Good joke? You're plastic, crap, oh, mate. no, band. Hey, <laughs> you're you're crap, mate. Mate, I've got great jokes, all right? It's funny. For the, that is uh, a cool vinyl. I do like that. It's uh, what you call... Oh, squat. that is cool. Yes. Oh, fingers on the... On the wax. Oh, oh no! It's on the grooves. Oh. Shut up! It's made to be played. It's not going cringe, to play cringe. in the correct hertz now. Oh. And the uh, the beauty of <laughs> it is, <laughs> go on. Um, no, Sheen, go for it. What are you going to say? Go on. Go. Here we go. You have grease on your fingers, man. That's going to be in the grooves forever, man. Oh, just go. You have to ultrasonically oh. clean that, man. Oh. That's fine. That's fine, man. Um, that's my uh, hype sticker for the Beatles box set. I nice. He's yeah, kept that in the it. Book. Mate, yeah, that'd be in the bin it. if that was me. I'd just chuck it in the bin. Screw it. But man, it, people love it. If you're ever gonna resell that shit, yeah, they do. Gotta have that hype sticker. Wow. It adds. Can't get it back in, mate. Well, it, it shows you which pressing it is. It, it shows you what reissue it is. Like yes, from a glance, like you know, okay. exactly, and that's that's, that's cool. important in my eyes, especially and, uh, if you're I also an have it, or whatever. I also have it on this okay computer. Okay, not okay edition. So um, it was released in 2017. Yeah, so 97 to 2017, the 20th anniversary. And it's um, triple 108 gram vinyl containing the original album, three unreleased tracks and eight B-sides, all newly remastered from the original analog tapes, um, including a download code. So, you know, that's it tells you exactly what it is. So that's why I like it, you know. That's yeah. Why, that's why I like yeah. keeping them. That's um, cool, and it's it's cool. It's got uh, originally because it's quite a long album. It um, it's released on two LPs, so you've got like um, side A, B, C, D, right, and then you've got it's actually a triple gatefold. So it's the only one I've ever seen. Actually, it's really cool. Oh, I might be adding one up here. There, go on, let's have a look. Yeah, same. Here we go. So um. Nice. And then there's that in the That's middle. Cool. Oh, That's cool. Ah, a bit in the middle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a triple, think... triple gatefold. Let, me see, let me see what I've got. You continue. I'll see if I can find All right. All right. All right. Going to uh, quadruple gatefold, is it? <laughs> Quintuple gatefold. Sextuple gatefold. Where are you? I, think no, I, I feel you, Ashin. I, lo- I like having the stickers um, and, just because, um, you know, I'm not necessarily angling to resell because i love no, items, I'm not, but... i love collecting them but i know what you mean it feels complete doesn't it with that yeah no but like it's kind of like if i threw that away i'd be like um oh what's on the the bonus disc i i don't remember I, you know <laughs> at least i can re- read it there and 
you know, I know exactly what's on it. Yeah. A few words. Yeah, um, I feel that. Also, Are you ready for me to blow your mind? Okay, cool. Right, this, I've never seen go. this before, right? Bee Gees greatest hits, right? Sorry oh. for everyone who's not uh, watching this instead, just listening. <laughs> this is great. This is great. It's got so many good songs on it. It just gives you everything you need for the Bee Gees. Obviously not the young, the uh, older kind of stuff, but I've never seen this before. So, you know, bang, there's Barry, right? Oh, let's have oh. all three of them. Let's go. <laughs> Look at that. You can just make them talk to each other. I've never zoom seen in, that before. Zoom in on their faces. Uh, he is not happy to be there. He's confused. And he's loving it. Go on, Baza. Kill it, the old son. <laughs> How deep is your love? 